All right, so we're going to double down on this podcast uh, talking about the Colts going to 0-2, Colton Herta winning at Laguna Seca Championship next week for IndyCar. Goes to Long Beach for the final race of the season. Um, got some tweets to catch up on, some reaction from the Colts. Game that ended uh, just about an hour or two ago as they fall to the Los Angeles Rams 27-24. to The Tony D Podcast, as always, is brought to you by Flooring is Forever. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. With over 20 years of experience locally, Harley and the gang at Flooring is Forever have you covered. If you're in the market for new flooring, providing you honesty, quality, and value for the flooring that's just right for you, hit them up today, 317-755-1246. Colts, um, look, I mentioned on this podcast, I mentioned it on Twitter and kind of got ripped for it that I thought that this team would start 0-4. With that, the NFL is a week-to-week league. I mean, look at... New Orleans last week blowing out Green Bay and then getting slapped today to the Carolina Panthers. Right now, with the Colts sitting at 0-2, there's, there's a lot of problems, and it first and foremost, I think, starts with Frank Reich and the, and, the, and, the, and the play calling. This is twice to start the season that early in games he has left points on the board, which has came back to haunt him. And, and it's really tough for me to, to, to rip Frank because I'm all about going for it, but if you get stopped three times in a row and you're over three from the goal line, the fourth time, you're not fooling anybody. Take the points in the first quarter. You want to roll the dice like that in the third or the fourth, you know, I could be on board with that. I can, I, I can be cool with that. But leaving points on the board that come back and haunt you like they did last week and like they did again today against the Rams at home to start the season yet again 0-2, two Home losses and then go on the road the next two weeks um, is 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 probably the worst way that you could start. I thought they would start 0-4. Looking at it right now, I'm not sure if they will. You've got a very, very, very disappointing Tennessee Titans team so far. We saw them get pummeled last week to Arizona. They are in Seattle. Um, and currently, as I'm recording this, getting pummeled as well. And then you get the Miami Dolphins, which, as we know today, uh, Tua Tagovailoa got hurt Um but you don't think if, and this is the big if, if Jacoby Brissett's the starter for that game, you, you know that he's going to be chomping at the bits to get out there against the team that let him go, gave up on him, and brought in Phillip Rivers. You know Jacoby Brissett's going to want to win that game. That's going to be like Jacoby Brissett's career Super Bowl game. Now, we still don't know what's going to happen with Carson Wentz. We don't know if Wentz is going to be playing next week. Uh, he didn't seem like he was gingerly walking off the field um, as he didn't play those last two possessions as Jacob Eason came in through an interception and he threw two of them or or he threw that last one um, that was kind of thrown all over the place and they gained about 15 yards so uh, Wentz has played well and I say that because the offensive line has been dismal has been terrible but he has played well I will give Carson Wentz credit where it's due. Now, the whole injury situation that we kind of known coming in as injury prone isn't helping him right now, but he has played well. Um, Pascal had a good game last week. Michael Pittman Jr. today with eight catches and 123 yards. If the play calling is a little bit better, it's kind of like Notre Dame yesterday. You know, Notre Dame should have probably lost to Purdue. If Purdue was better than what they were, then they definitely would have lost that game. But I look at it like this. The play calling just hasn't been where it needs to be for the Colts, and that's on Frank Wright. 
Reich wanted Carson Wentz. They had that chemistry from Philadelphia. And, and some of the play calling just hasn't been there. And if you can't rush to gain a few yards to get a touchdown or a first, and I, I know you, you get into a box down there at the goal line, I understand. Um, so far, so ranking the Colts' performance in the first two weeks, despite going 0-2, I'm going to say a C minus, C minus. I mean, they haven't looked bad. They've been in these games. They've just kind of cost themselves early on in these games chances to win. And you've got to play all four quarters, and, they, and they've came from behind, and they, they've shown potential, but they haven't been able to get it done. Against, mind you, two Super Bowl, I think, quality teams in the NFC. I think if you were to say right now, you know, Tampa's probably number one. We don't know with Green Bay. They play Monday night on Monday night football. But the Rams and the Seahawks are Super Bowl caliber teams coming out of the NFC. So, disappointing, um, upset. No, I'm not upset. I mean, I kind of knew this was going to happen. It's hard for me to sit here and be pissed off at this team knowing that I thought that they were going to start 0-2. Now, it's also one of those things where these were two winnable games. I mean, today was more winnable than last week. I never thought they really had a chance with Seattle. But but, but you could break it down one of two ways today. The Rams had a rally in the fourth quarter, right? That blocked punt for a touchdown really changed things and got the Colts back in the game. If that doesn't happen, Rick Venturi always talks about stealing a possession or a play that is a game-changing play. That was a game-changing play. They had the game-changing play. But the Rams had the game-changing quarterback and the game-changing player in Cooper Cup, and that was enough to win today. Um, so we'll see what happens when they go to Tennessee next week. Tennessee hasn't shown that uh, they can stop anybody really in the first two weeks against Arizona and Seattle. Uh, so we'll see what happens with the Colts. We'll, we'll, we'll monitor the situation with Carson Wentz as well. Uh, going back to yesterday real quick, Notre Dame, Purdue, IU, and Cincinnati. Both teams won that I thought were going to win. Notre Dame just has this tendency of Tommy Reese has got to call better plays. The quarterback situation just isn't there. Um, you get a very, very tough task coming up on Saturday when they take on Wisconsin from Soldier Field. Um It'll be interesting to see. Uh, Cincinnati, they're a top-10 team for a reason. I use a good team at Penix. Decision-making costs them yet another football game. Um, so that's kind of your college recap from yesterday. My Gators lost to Alabama. They hung tough with them. Was impressed. Uh, just didn't get that two-point conversion late in the game. That is your NFL and football report for the week brought to you by Connors Pub and Broad Ripple. Connors Pub and Broad Ripple is your late-night stop for great drinks and Good Eats, check them out. They'll have all the games on throughout the NFL season. Connor's Pub right there in Broad Ripple. All right, now moving on to the IndyCar Report. Had an article on Friday. Um, kind of knew going in that Herta was the guy to beat, and he was. A little bit disappointed by Joseph Newgarden's run. Also, I thought this was a weekend that Rossi could maybe get a win, maybe contend, and he, had, he was, you know, Colton runs off, and, and Rossi runs up into him. They make contact, and it ends his day. He's a lap down, and you just don't recover from that. So um, big win for Colton Hurd, a dominating fashion, collects all 54 points that you could by winning, leading the most laps, qualifying P1. Another dominating performance there by Colton Hurd. Congratulations to the entire Andretti Autosport Gamebridge Honda team. And, and then you move to the championship. Scott Dixon eliminated uh, him and Marcus Erickson. You've got 
Alex Pelo, I think it's a 35-point lead over Pato Award Pelo. Um, very solid finish today at Laguna Seca in second. Did what he needed to do. Um, he's going to be your IndyCar champion, which is great, great for Roger Yasakawa. Um, great for my podcast because he's come on here a few times. We've always had great conversations. So um, maybe when they get back from California, we can all go down and join him at the Eagle for uh, for dinner. Um, Graham Rahal, another great run, was fourth. Roman Grosjean had the run of the race coming up from 13th to finish third. Um, that Dale Coy Racing, Rick Ware entry, uh, his second-to-last race with that team before he moves on to Andretti Autosports um, to join Devlin DeFrancesco, teammates to Colton Herta and Alexander Rossi for the 2022 IndyCar season. Um, also, big news today was the schedule announcement. We'll break that down more tomorrow on TonyDandy.com. Um, here's the way that I look at it. Laguna Seca, to have that be the last race of the year, uh, if Colton Hurd is in the points lead, he'll, 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 he'll probably dominate that again. You've got a lot of races on Big NBC, which is huge. Um, the, the ones that aren't are Belle Isle on USA, which you'll – Obviously, spend a lot of the Indianapolis 500 letting people know that there's only one race at Belle Isle, which is good on teams and crews, um, not having to go through the grinder, so to speak, of May, which kicks off at Barber, and then you come to Indy two weeks later on the road course, and you get Indy 500 qualifying and the, and the Indy 500. Um, you've got Toronto on Peacock. They're just trying to sell that, get people to that streaming provider. And then USA Network will be uh, where you'll find the Worldwide Technology Gateway Race on August the 20th. And that coming off the Nashville weekend two weeks prior, which had the second best ratings of the season behind the Indy 500, if not. Um, so you'll have 17 races, 15 tracks. Doubleheader at Iowa returns. Looking forward to that July 23rd and 24th. That'll be hot as balls, but it is what it is. Um, so looking forward to hopefully attending a lot of races. Got some things uh, in the works. Not ready to uh, fill you in on it, but um, another another. Oh, it was a pretty good race for only having one caution today at Laguna Seca. And again, congrats to Colton Herta on another dominating win. Uh, I think he has passed surpassed his dad in career wins. Um, he had um, Alfonso Ribeiro up there with him from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, so that was cool to see. Um, yeah, so we'll mention this as well. Got some stuff in the works. So Friday will be Blue Friday for the Colton JMV at the Fulling Warehouse, where I've been the social media and marketing manager since uh, May, since early May. And I've really enjoyed my stint there. I've had a great time. I've met a lot of cool people. I've become really good at Fulling. Um, I'll be in the league, but Friday... Uh, alongside JMV being there will be my last day. Um, I've had an opportunity to pursue um, some things with a friend of mine into a business that we may go into. Um, well, not that we may, that we are going into. And I'm excited for it. It's going to involve racing. It's going to involve another website. Um, and, you know, I, I, I can't wait to unveil it to everybody and to have everybody support and check it out and uh, be a part of it so really really looking forward to that the tony d podcast is brought to you by the ups store on oleo road in fishers 
They have everything your small business needs when it comes to shipping at the UPS store. You can have your packages professionally packed by your local UPS store certified packing expert. It is back with their pack and ship guarantee. Check out the friendly faces at the Oleo Road location in Fishers for all of your small business needs. 317-578-0094. Some quick Twitter reactions, and I'm not really doing a good job on this because I didn't have it uh, ready to go. Um, a couple things about my dating life. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. The the, the hits keep on coming, right? So, um, you know, what are you going to do? Looking forward to IndyCar finale. Looking forward to hopefully getting a Colts win next week. Notre Dame and Wisconsin on Saturday. Um, we, might, we might shift a little bit of attention to some college football next week. Uh, talking about what we've seen over the first couple of weeks. So look for that on the podcast. My friend Emily lives on the West Coast. She does a great job of covering college football uh, from kind of a national standpoint, not just simply on the West Coast. She travels to a lot of races. Maybe we'll have her on and snag a quick conversation on what um, that Notre Dame-Wisconsin game not only means for the Irish, but um, the national landscape of things. Thank you so much for listening, as always, to the Tony D Podcast. Uh, Let me know your thoughts on the Colts. Let me know your thoughts on the race. And uh, hopefully we'll see you on Friday for uh, the Colts Blue Friday JMV with Bud Light at the Foling Warehouse just off Mass Ave. Come out and play. I'll teach you. We'll have a great time, um, and we'll have some fun. Thanks for listening, and have a great week.